0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lopiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit EshelPublications.com. Okay, so um, it's a tremendous, really tremendous privilege for us to have with us Rav Lopiansky, Rosh Shira Greater Washington. In addition to being Rosh Shiva there, he's also uh, very much a uh, sought out Hoseik, uh, leader Khabib and someone who has had a tremendous impact already on, on many, many different sections of the United Israel. Uh, many years ago, well before my time here, Robert Lopiensi, was one of the Rebellion here. And Barak uh, Hashem, it's uh, very special to have Robert Lopiensi back with us. Um, thanks so much for giving the time to come to Torah to meet the Talmudim. And Barak uh, Hashem, we have alumni, uh, Ezra Epstein and other people over the years who have had the, have the privilege to, to, to learn by the Rosh Hashiva and um, Barak Hashem a tremendous tatsaka there and uh, we look forward very much to, to continuing to send, send guys to the shiva and, 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 and to, to, to pass there under the Rosh Hashiva. Um, we'll get the plan, we're going to have a QA and a with Robert Pliansky, um, for around 45 minutes or so and uh, it's completely open, open to questions of all areas of Torah, Halakha, hashkatha. Um, and followed by that, uh, afterwards we'll have one-on-one meetings and we have a whole list of guys. If you, if you were not on the list, you'd like to meet, you still can, uh, Milo, uh, will be, will be sitting here and, and ensuring that everyone gets an opportunity if you'd like to speak to Rosh uh, okay, without further ado, maybe we can start with some, uh, anyone got a question they got to start off with? Um, there are a couple of questions that I know were already, people were interested in. Maybe we can start, uh, and then we'll open the floor. Sure. Okay. Thank you. So one, one question a lot on people's minds is, um. Is, <coughs> is finding their place in, in hashkafa within the Torah world um, especially many guys come from Monmouth orthodox backgrounds and they come here to Israel and they see really a whole variety of yeshivas and different friends in different places and maybe something the Roshiva can, can, can tell the guys a little bit about how to find their own place in Hashgrafah in and uh, <coughs> and uh, a little bit about the spectrum that exists yeah.
1: so first of all it's, it is very nice I have deep roots like I was a Rebbe when Asia Torah was still in the old place. I don't know if they made a museum out of it or not, but whatever it was, <laughs> um, I don't you know, it's, it, it's certainly museum worthy. Um, we also had the privilege of having boys from here, and especially Ezra Epstein who has become like the heart of the Shiva, and he got married just at the beginning of this year. We were, my wife was a Shatchan actually, and Baruch Hashem, he's settled and he's learning the kolol, is really amazing, so Baruch Hashem, it speaks volumes about the products that the yeshiva puts out. I guess when we speak about the spectrum of where a person belongs and so on, what, what's an important consideration is, yes, a person is learning in yeshiva, a person is beginning to become serious about his Yiddishkeit, so he wants to seriously find his place in a community, a person needs to ask himself not what's the easiest form to get away with, but rather what's the form <coughs> where my growth will be natural to me and innate to me. I want to explain what I mean. A person can take a look at Reb Chaim Kenevsky and say he seems to be the most accomplished tamat chacham That will be exactly what I'll imitate. I don't think it's a great idea, I think most people will flop terribly, because <coughs> his person is not who you are, and it's probably not who you can be. I might be mistaken, but I would venture a guess. On the other hand, if I say, listen, technically these people are doing what it says, technically they probably get Gan so I guess it makes for an easy life, and I'll do that. That's not really good. I I want to tell over something that happened here, actually. When I was a Rebbe here, there was a very fine fellow um, who came um, from a conservative background. I didn't know that, but he was a quiet fellow, quite knowledgeable, and he learned very well, very nicely. But it kind of disappeared, Shabbosim. I didn't know much. I had some contact with him, but later I became very close with him. And one day he told me that He knew about Yiddishkeit a lot. He grew up conservative and he um, understood a lot and he wanted to come and learn how to learn. He didn't want to become very, very observant, but he wanted to so he would come to Yeshiva and come Shabbos, he would go away to relatives of his who called themselves modern Orthodox and spend Shabbos there. They were very worried about him that he would become too strong. So they kept telling him that he shouldn't be so fanatical, he shouldn't be so fanatical, he should be so fanatical. And it started getting on his nerves. And one Shabbos as he was about to leave, they told him, You know, David, whatever it says in Shechor Bidi Evet, is what you should do, Lechat Choose to be the Evet path in life. And something clicked, and he turned around and he said, Fellas, if you really don't want to do it, why the heck are you doing it? And he never went back to that. In other words, he had the option of not observing anything. He, you know, I, I, didn't, I don't feel encumbered by guilt. Where I come from, it's suggestions. They're not uh, obligations. But if you really believe in it, then do it well. In other words, if I believe that this is me, and this is the purpose of life, and this is who I am, and this is realize myself, I should choose the path that will bring out the best me. Now, you, it can be you. You can do it in a way, like I said before, B'haim where it's not me. I, I'm fooling myself to think it's me. But in the, in a path that's natural for me, there are paths that make sense for me. That this is where I can grow and I can find myself. So what you're looking for is a, a path that's sort of the common denominator is people that are sincerely looking for growth. Nakiyach Baruch Hu. And something that because of who I am and my personality I can fit into it and I can grow into it. That's what you're looking, that's what you're looking for in the big picture. Yeah, okay. if you want a follow-up you can do that, whatever, whatever you, uh, yes. Um,
0: would it be clearer to say uh, that certain Sukim were, were added later, by maybe Yoshua or uh,
1: Anshayi Knesset Ravidola. So, the Rambam has one of the Ikarim, that the Torah itself um, is all comes from Sinai, which is, you know, and he brings the Raif, the Pasuk, in Korach. The, um, now, let's leave that alone for a moment. Unless, let's take three steps back. Unless we have some clear absolutes Torah means nothing in other words if I'm free to say that Torah has additions and I'm free to say that um, that uh, you know it's not binding on me then basically everyone's got their problem you got a problem with a pasuk that indicates Yeshua wrote it I got a problem with a little I think that must be put in later by Goyim Clear, no Jew would ever put in a pasuk that he can't steal because you know they, they, who who doesn't cut a corner too? So so you know, everyone's got their favorite Pasik to, 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 to so so we've got to have absolutes, no matter what. So the Ram is very strong. There are there is one or two Rishonim in Ezra who seems to indicate that three or four Psukim were added later, but um it's it's very clear. You know, Devinezza's point is the PUSIC itself is stating that. For instance, let, if I can give an analogy to that, Devinezza, if you, let's say um, you come across in a book and it says on the bottom, and and it says let's say it says a recopy of the original X Y Z, and on the bottom there's a footnote that says, "I, the editor, wish to state that this this." was not clear in the original and we fold it in. So that's that statement is obviously later. So the Avnezzar feels that three or four psukim that are saying that it's later. Ebenezer is not a widely accepted cheetah, the cheetah is the more accepted cheetah. But to, to, but anything other than that, let's leave the career part alone a minute, then basically Torah is a shambles. And, and that's why if there are no absolutes and in no places, there are no dead end walls where you can't budge, then, then everything's a game. And that's why. So the Ravam sheet is the widely accepted sheet that's subscribed to, as Ikrim. That's the consensus. There are one or two Rishonim that have made exceptions about that the pasuk itself seems to be saying this is put in. That's that's the way I can I can put it down. Yes?
0: Which psukim uh, would those be? So there's the
1: Dvarim, there's a famous uh, you, you, you go google the internet up the courses you'll find it all. It's, it's you know <laughs> you know, it, 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 I, I don't need to, to but it is the psukim that, that it's almost if the posseg is saying and the K'naini was not present at the time. Why would that be inserted? Why was it so important? i I'm think saying Devanezra, but, but it is an Evanezra and it, 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 it's you know, it is what it is. That's I'm, you know, it, it's a shita. But but it's psukim that seem as if the pasuk seems to be saying that it's almost as if the pussy is, is, is saying this is a comment about the pasuk. It's strange, but that's it. Now, what's fascinating is a was one of the pioneers in the codes in Torah, and those codes don't work if you play with the Torah, which which really raises the question. If you if you switch if you play a little bit of a game, then it ceases working. Um, I haven't. I don't run all the numbers. I don't. I don't sit with it. But I, they've shown that if you take the Shomron Torah, which is two percent off or something, they, they have the numbers. I I, I I just remember reading it. I haven't, uh, which again makes for extremely fascinating evidence about the integrity of Torah. But um, also the care with which the Gemara goes through about how careful they were to make sure the manuscripts were intact. There's, 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 i mean right now all the Torahs we have dating back to who knows when contain nothing but you know the type of errors you'd have an extra valve left left valve On all the cipher Torahs in the world today of, of texts there is a nine letter differences and those letters are meaningless in terms of, of, of meaning They're vav, syud, hey. the valves you'd the biggest one is patsu dakka with hay and aleph. they both mean the same that's the biggest discrepancy. Chabad separatora are different that way. Again, it's a question which 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 uh which is the accepted one. The Gemara says we're not bucking chaseros and But those are all not relevant to Pshat. And you see the extraordinary fidelity we had with Pshat. With, with with I'm sorry, with the words. To say that someone tampered willingly is is a stretch. No mention of it. It's it's very difficult to understand, but I do want to lay it on the table. There is an evidence like that. And, and uh, we need to put it in a certain place. Yes?
0: Um, when making decisions, to what extent should, if any, emotions and feelings be taken into account?
1: What kind of decision?
0: Life's decisions about just making choices. Blah, blah. For instance, uh, like the first question about community to live in and, uh, and taking into account just emotional convulsions and especially coming from the past, like having certain emotional ties to the past, to what extent can, the way you feel about something, like, does that play into, I mean, you
1: need to think about it. So, so, so it's, it's a very good question, and it's a very important life question. I'm, I'm, it's interesting, So it's an unusual question, and I think it's a very important question. Let me give a case where I think it's most relevant, and I think it's, a it's shidduch. Um, one expects that one's descriptions of one's wife will not sound dry intellectual. Well, she checks off 33 out of 35 boxes, so I think this makes a lot of sense. I I would hope the relationship is much deeper than that. (coughs) On the other hand, an infatuation or um, a very emotional high is usually a, a warning signal and usually doesn't make for a very good marriage either. What you want Ideally, is something that makes sense, and heart neshama fills that box. So, the first criteria for deciding on an appropriate shidduch or community living or, or yeshiva learning is sechu Does it make sense? If the answer is yes, now the question is, do I have feelings? Do I have chesik? Sometimes there are things you must do even without chesik. A person, there are things you must do. And, and but many of the things like we described, like a shidduch if I can't muster up even after all the thinking about it, I still don't feel like it you, c- you can't do certain things when it's just a checklist, you, you have to have a hard neshama in it so seichel lays the framework and the shama and the feelings provide the, the content of that framework yeah
0: Rambam says that um, mitzvos aren't complete unless you're doing them in the land of Israel. Should that be taken? Ramban.
1: Literally? Ramban. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Should that be taken um, literally? And um, if so, um, should should we paralyze in Israel?
1: So we have to ask ourselves, What about all the people who are not the Ramban? Um, you know, at the end of the day, and rabban himself lived in Spain, and totally told, told, basically ran away. The king decided that he would that, they, that he would engage in, in, a, in a debate, and debates in those days didn't end well if you won, didn't end well if you lost. So it was a lose-lose proposition. Rabban did the end of his life, Kuzari came at the end of his life. Um, it, it. We have to separate between halachic to. Um, uh, uh, Kabbalah, in terms of the the deep, just like it'll it'll says in the Zohar, if you don't learn Zohar, you don't do this or that. Other than the come the Zohar, we don't tell people learn Zohar. We look at it and understand it as a spiritual dimension. The language used, in other, words, the Ramban is not saying a person is obligated to mitzvah a person gets charged with mitzvah Person accomplishes great Ruchnistic things in, in Chutzarts. The Vilna Goyen live in Chutzarts. The Bishol lived live in Chutzarts. Baal Tainen live in Chutzarts. Chedusharim live in Chutzarts. You know, just go down the line. Chavitz Chaim, they all wanted to come to Ez Israel, but, but it wasn't the first point on their agenda. The um, th- There's a world of mitzvahs for a person in Chutzarts. The Ramban says everything snaps into place in Ez Israel, it's where you realize all the Ruchnistic dimensions of it. So, is it true about its all today as well? Not that clear in Ramban, but whatever it is, we need to separate um, things that are basic, halacha, from things that are extra dimensions. So, Ramban is, is an extra dimension, and a person has should map out m- many other issues that are more practical. Where can I be the best yid I can be? It, it includes parnassa, it includes the environment, includes the type of person I'm marrying includes a lot of other shikulim, the, and and that should be the first basis. If a person is to live in Yisrael, It's it, if a person is able to make things happen in Eretz that's wonderful. But if a person is a chutzlar, he has a full life and, and full meaning and accomplishment there. What does the rub mean by better
0: halacha?
1: Things that go on, like for instance, um, a, 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 we'll call it Kabbalah. Um, call it pnimi Satura. They're not; they are true, but not binding. I would call it. So all the things that it says in the Zohar and the things that people do alpicabala and Hasidus, then they they are ruchnistic accomplishments, but they're not binding accomplishments. That's why I would I would I would uh, uh, phrase it. The way physics and metaphysics. Uh, physics is the is the this clear. Existence, So this is something that sort of hovers on top of it. It's the same idea. It, what the Zohar says exists in halacha, but it's not halacha itself. Yes?
0: Hasidis has become a lot more popular in our community. What is the issue you think in terms of that? If we should be learning Hasidis, if all of us should be learning Hasidis more, or if some of us will still be more connected to more classic Musar stuff, or should we be in
1: both? One of one of the th- things that Hashkacha has brought about is the coming together of different communities of like Israel. Um, you know, I remember seeing the first Spider Jew in my life. My father grew up a little never saw Chassidish Jew until until the DP camps. People lived very far apart and were of different worlds. Today, Hakadosh Baruch has brought us together in Israel, in New York, in wherever you have it. people are together, and they're moshmah from each other. I believe there's a reason for that, Ashgacha. But a person (coughs) needs to um, be clear about what is his icker approach, and what is enhancement of it. In other words, a person who's a little bit of everything, is it usually doesn't add up to much. It's kind of a strange assortment of stuff. Um, somebody once gave a marshal I still remember as a young boy there would be, food was a thing and there would be these schnurers would come to Kiddushim and they would go from Kiddush to Kiddush and stuff their packets with stuff that was a, an accepted uh, occupation I guess I don't know what to call it <laughs> <laughs> And practice. what? Practice. Practice. practice so somebody said you know would you call what this gentleman has in his packets a smorgasbord a smorgasbord has a wide variety of foods. Yes, there's a wide variety of foods. But it's got no rhyme or reason to it. It just stuffed this packet wherever you get his hands up. When a person lays out a smorgasbord, it's got rhyme and reason to it. So, so sometimes you see a person where there's no sense of rhyme or reason to what he's doing. And, and then it's lacking in, in a certain derech. Whereas a person who is, his is my derech, but it's, it's enhanced with this. It's enhanced with this. That's beautiful. That, I think, is part of Ashkach has brought us together. So, so a person needs to find what is his iker This fits me the best. And if I'm, if I get something from this safe, I guess, something from that safe, I guess, something from a tish occasionally, then Why well, yeah. can't that be a derch? is that uh, Judaism is exciting. Doing what excites me, what
0: makes me happy. I take a little
1: bit from everything. But, but it, it has... A derech means it's a road to some place. In other words... It's keeping you interested. So keeping you happy and interested is not a road. A road means I'm going from where I am and becoming something else. And that's a very key piece. I mean, it, it, keeping myself happy is, is not usually what happens is it's not leading me someplace. Because there will be pieces, whatever derech you choose... There are tough pieces. And a person needs to say, okay, a derech taboz includes tough patches of road and something that makes this the road that keeps pulling me towards getting higher. When a person starts taking things that are comfortable and he manages to patch up the different comforts, I remember when I was in yeshiva, there was a, a Yeshivisha joke, maybe not, most, not the best but somebody would say, "I am like this cuddle, this cuddle, this guddle and this guddle together." I say, "Wow!" And they say, "Yes." They would pick flaws of each person and say, "I have this flaw and this flaw and this flaw and this flaw." <laughs> so obviously, it's not not the type of things. I guess certainly not to pick people with flaws and certain like that. But the idea is, you know, if I say, I I, "I, I, you know, I want to dabble late like this type of chassid, and I want to drink like that type of chassid." And I, and, I, and, I, and I want to go to the mikveh, like this type of misnaggit and I want to do, you know, th- then a person is happy and comfortable, but, but it's not really going anywhere. Every, every derech has, um, a, a, you know, where a person has to toughen. So picking a derech is appropriate. The pieces add up to something. But many elements of Avod HaShem can enhance the derech. So that's not saying a person whose main thrust of thought or learning is Derek a, but he likes this type of art, that type of art, and he and he adds it and judiciously. Then it enhances. If not, there's something about it, just just not a, a. It's kind of a jack of all trades and master of none type of thing. Uh,
0: can the Roshib speak about um, a little bit about a, like realistic um, attainment in Tamatara for for a working ventura?
1: So it depends a lot. On how much you're able to do now. The, the, the better your skill level and the more knowledge you have, it's so much easier. W- once you're busy with a lot of other things, you have a real job, you have family to support, communal obligations, the Mnuchas nefesh to learn in a way that you can actually move forward is difficult. If a person gains a strong bases and skills now. And he gains a fair amount, every msech that you learn now, well. Chazring it later. If a is able to finish all of Mishnah as well, so that when he's learning it the next time round, he's chazing, but he knows he understands, he knows the basics and he has it. It's a different world. It's so much easier. And and you really feel so even if you even if you have a lot of things going on, but if you can it over and know it, or a masekta, so I think the best getting these years down what you need to get down is is going to be so helpful for the rest of your lives because the type of work you put in now is not that realistic as time moves on so so I, I can't think of anything more helpful than the, than the basis you put in now yes
0: how does a uh, buffer like find that enjoyable not just only looking to the future but also finding it as uh, like a geschmack on every day not only uh, geschmack for the future.
1: So, for most people, really knowing something well, achieving taking a Gemara sugya, and going through it a few times until you feel you could lecture to me about it what are you learning what are you learning so so if someone were to ask you, explain to me what the issue is when it happens under what circumstances you take it and you're able to present it because you put the Gemaras together you, you and, and you can expand it and, and you can present it in a way that's together intelligent means you know something and, and that's when people have a complete sense of something well, that's a very, that people feel very good about that and then you can do it with another suga Simonim and, and, and you know something with a Simon, where is it found, what constitutes a real Simon is it a Torah din? Is it, is it a to get in? Something kind of uh, coming out of encyclopedia, that type of thing. You'll find if you're able to put something like that together, write it up, you'll find that a tremendous achievement that you'll be proud of, and and very tied to it. And I, and, the, and you have more and more of those, then you have, it's it, it, you have wealth. It's the enjoyment of wealth of having things. Is it follow
0: boss of the Joe?
1: It's hard for me to believe that Kadosh Baruch Hu created like ninety percent B'dieved people, and <laughs> I, you know, it, it's 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 like it doesn't reflect well on a Kadosh Baruch Hu, that, that, that that you know of all the Shabbatim, so it, only Shavat Levi, which was a small Shavat, is supposed to be Kula over the Hashem. Everyone else is supposed to be doing their things, and three times a year go to your shrine. Hard for me to believe that Kadosh Baruch Hu created so much Evit. Uh, so so I can not I c I can't I can't imagine that the word be could apply to someone Kajbahu did. made the world this dark cloud also It means the majority of the world is supposed to be about It's 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 not easy, it's challenging. Everything's challenging. But the word be ever can in no way apply to anything like that.
0: Besides a Gemara Seder, what's the most important Seder to have every day when we leave Yeshiva?
1: I don't know every day, but a Musa Seder in the sense, a safer that speaks to your Neshama and inspires because that's constantly being tested. And, you know, it's something that you need to be able to keep sparking that again and again. So, every day may not work depending on your job, depending on your personality but at least once a week to be able to sit down with a safer that talks to you. And it's, it's a, the hardest question I ever get is what safer should I learn and what's the Safer? Because it, it really, I, I would say sit down with a few sperm. and if you're serious, I'm sure by now you have a sense of which sperm tend to speak to you. And that's something that, you, because that's, that will always provide the stimulus for doing everything else. famous story from Mr. Salanta, someone asked him if he has a half hour, should he learn Musa or he said, Musa, because if you learn the first Musa, you realize you have another affair for Halacha. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the the point is, it it, it, it it um stimulating yourself is is the key. Um, there's a common idea that
0: that we are machai by our by our cycle to do things that make sense, like it's our natural inclination, like of common sense, and that it that it applies where like there's no course Halacha. Where would you say that applies to
1: lemaisa? and arguing being over and a bear up something that's, that goes against our, our common sense? I just think, what do you mean where would it apply lemaisa? Like, Like, does this idea apply like alaqa
0: ma'isa that you're supposed to, you're supposed to obligate?
1: You're supposed to go according to where you read as common sense? So does Rabbeinah B'chaya, very powerful Rabbeinah B'chaya by storm and Amora. He asks, why was the punishment so severe? They weren't given mitzvahs, they weren't told to give it's stuck it is not one, as I can say, And he said, and he writes, that it is innately human to care for someone who is starving, especially a kinsman. And if you don't have it, you're missing something a human being is missing. Um, and that's why they were condemned, they basically were not humans. A person who can see somebody starving, and I have the, the wherewithal to give him, I just let him starve, something's missing very deep inside it's lacking um, the the uh, the Gemara says many times that's it's in the context of Allah but it's still there so anything that t- and and so Rabbi says something which is seichel is machai of a person that's something that's binding on a person the 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 exception would be where Kashbrahu Mefurish overrides it amalik uh putting somebody to death in Mises Besan, the Torah said, yes, you're not inclined to do it, but I'm telling you your sechel's wrong in this one. But if not, then, then these, are, these are things that Akash Kodesh put into us for a reason. And the reason is because it's right, it's emes. When
0: does a person
1: not think they trust their sechel So, again, one has to ask himself, is there a in this area or not? If there's a halacha, then the halacha is overriding it. But if there if there is no halacha, and I can't see a particular negia, there the two things that could override <coughs> seichel. One is if I have negias, and I have an interest over here, so um, so I can't trust myself. No less of a person than Sh- Shimshan tzaddik, like a kibur but he said ki beinai. he said about Dalishi, I you know, I like her. Um, he had a Nagiyya, that's that's what the, the Navi tells us, and that's why his Seichel was off. Um, or when the Torah comes along and tells Avram to Shech to son, Seichel said impossible. Baruch Hu said, No, that's right. So those are the two big areas. If you if there are no Nagiyas in a certain Indian, and there's no halacha, then use any and you're a good person you are a good person and that that will tend to be the, the right thing
0: um, one of the one of the new open um, issues uh, contemporarily is uh, mental health uh, many people struggling with anxiety depression addiction um, and many people seek treatment and and, and get help sometimes um, the, the guidance the treatment that uh, professionals um, offer is sometimes in uh, in opposition to halacha uh, whether it's a shabes or or other areas um, generally when, when it comes to refuah you know we put a lot of trust in doctors but mental health it becomes much more gray much more difficult to navigate that's uh, because Rev speak on that uh, that, that so, challenge?
1: so you def- you need to have rabbanim who have a sense of mental health, and so, so for instance, let, let's take an issue as when, when you ask people about fasting in Yom Kippur, and you tell them to ask a doctor, if the doctor is not from, it's no skin off his back to say don't fast. It's win-win situation. He won't be able to get sued. He's you know he's telling you to eat. He doesn't really think fasting is all that important. He thinks it's nice, but. You know, it's you definitely. It's not no reason in the world to fast if you're not comfortable um, fasting. So, trusting his opinion is not is not because his opinion is based on something like that. And um, if if a mental health professional will tell you um, it's pikuach nefesh, this person is suicidal, then Shabbos you have to drive the person down to a hospital, 100%. But if a person says keeping Shabbos is difficult for this person will lead him to depression or suicide. That's a very, very murky road. You want to know, really? Like, what are the chances? How much does this person really care about Shabbos? A a professional can tell you facts. Mental health, unfortunately, is much more vague on facts. That's the metzies of it. It's it's always statistic. A a physical, biology, tends to be more rigid. If you do a blood test, and you have a lot of sugar in your blood, you have a lot of sugar in your blood. There's no two ways about it. Um, you, you know, mental health is evaluations. A competent post who understands mental health, the language, the, 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 the dynamics of it, is vital for making decisions like that. Yes, there sometimes people, or God forbid, suicidal, or something like that, where it's very imminent, something which is much longer down the road, something which is much more vague, it needs somebody who understands it and has the pla- and has the shoulders to make such decisions.
0: When, when, like when someone has an issue, like a hypothetical like, like someone to like, up in the mornings, when should a person go to therapy and when should they use muscle?
1: Um, it, it depends how deep it is. If the person can't get up in the morning's period, therapy is the right place. If a person can get out for davening in the morning, Musa is the place. It is the problem because just doesn't care enough about davening, which again, you know, it's natural, but but the person can make it happen if there's an exciting game or something like that, th- then it's an issue of placing the right emphasis and value on it. If a person can get anything, a person who's, who's depressed has no cheshik for anything, um, then, then therapy is needed. So you really have to evaluate is it because it's the difficult road for Ruchnius, which is difficult for everyone and it's, and it's yes, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a struggle. But then learning Musa means giving it the right Shivas, building up in your mind the value of it is the right approach. If the problem is in general, then you know you have to um, it, it, then you have to it, it, it look for, for help. I once had a yeshiva. There was a boy that came once to, I it was myself, the other Rebbe, very happy. And he said, Baruch Hashem, Rebbe, I missed my flight this morning. I said, What does that mean? He said, Well, you know, I, I always miss the happening, and Rebbe always tells me, If you had a flight, would you miss it or not?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he said, I just missed my flight because I couldn't get up in time. So I'm excused. You know, I, I've got to So I, I couldn't argue. I, he, 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 you know, he, he one up me, yeah.
0: <laughs> What's the role of Agarita? And how are we supposed to benefit from it when a lot of the texts
1: are just extremely uh, cryptic? Because agadata is written in beautiful language. It's, it's something that, it's like the difference between poetry and prose. Prose, if you want to know how to fix a force and the sing, you don't want a poem. You You want like very clear instructions. When you want to express feelings and get a sense of something, poetry can do it much better. Chazal spoke in halacha when we needed to know specific areas and we could pin down. But we want to express that this so yes, it's cryptic, because a lot of times it draws on Kabbalah, a lot of times it draws on other areas. But when when you're able to decipher it, there's an extraordinary depth and again, I don't know what Bajega, to, to me the morale is the safer that it opens up Agatha and, and it has incredible depth to it and and it and it helps you connect to it so Hazal wrote cryptically sometimes more sometimes less um, you do need help in deciphering it but when deciphered the language is the most appropriate language fit it's just like you have a hard time expressing feelings in prose yeah the guy he was very nice to me and I think I feel the same way about him that statement is a is, might be a true statement but um, it, it evokes nothing of emotion in you. When a person is able to present it in lyric, in, in some other form, it, it, really, it really describes it much more, um, much more exact, much more precise than those words would. Um, sometimes the Talmud
0: will we'll, um, reach a point where he realizes that, that he needs to stay longer in Shiva, whether it's Shana Bear or Shana Kimmel. And sometimes not every parent necessarily sees in the same way. Can so we'll she provide some aids on how to navigate that
1: challenge? So it is one of the challenges of succeeding in yeshiva. <laughs> um, I, I would say a few pointers. First of all, people, parents, will be more inclined to believe you that you're sincere about going to Ruchnias if other areas of your life show great improvement, if your relationship to them, your interaction with them, your language to them, your concern, things of that nature, people will say, you know, I may disagree on this point, but you become a different person, you've matured, you become a better person. If you can present yourself as responsible, instead of saying, I want to say, another I've, I've sort of reformulated what I'd like to do this is, this, this is the plan and, and so on, it'll take a lot of hard work from my part, but this is what I really have my heart in shama. Shema, you need to show responsibility they think about it, and even if there's strong disagreement halachically you, you, you may be able to do what you think is right, but you can never ever be abusive, abrasive, disrespect to your parents, and learning to be able to sometimes absorb more severe um, words and and staying your course and not responding in Kin, is what the obligation is it's hard, it's big emotional stress and so on, but understanding at least some of the things that will help make that interaction a lot more uh, a lot easier, a lot more productive I well, Shev just spoke about
0: how to get a geschmack in learning um, is there a way that a person can get a geschmack in Tvila?
1: It's interesting that that's a challenge of our generation. Um, the Gemara says, it says that one of the, one of the qualities of a good alt is that it has a house full of kids and no Parnassar. Um And it says because Nafsha and Nashi says because tefillah comes natural to him, it's very easy when things are difficult to, to, you know, when your kids are starving and the Goyim are making a pogrom, and, and the Tsar is about to impose the, the 19th tax on the Jews, tefillah comes easy and natural. When Baruch Hashem, we're living in a world today where um, things are so much more comfortable, it means tefillah is much harder. But it, it's also, it also allows for an opportunity to daven for the right reasons, not because of a person's comfort, because of a deep ruch steering. My feeling is a kumsis atmosphere, a serious kumsis atmosphere where you sing <coughs> things of tefillah, tehillah, and whatever, and you're able to evoke emotions when it comes to words. So then it helps us stir it in tefillah. If a person sings Lev Tar like le Kim and and then he realizes how much he wants to have a pure heart. And then in in Slachlonavinu and and you know and Ritsei and, uh, and all these places, you're able to evoke a similar emotion. When you have moments of really deep emotional experiences, and then you're able to sort of e- evoke it when you're davening, that might be helpful.
0: What um, would uh,
1: Rosh Hashiva recommend for, for someone who finds it hard to get up for davening? <laughs> so, so, again, I, it's hard to know what in In oh, oh, many other areas, Personal s- simple reward, like if there's something you particularly like and you save it for the days that you get up for Daphne on time, um, you know, going to sleep early does help a bit. You know, if, if you go and sleep late, it's going to be very hard to get up. But evoking that, or if you really feel that this is the point of, this is the most important part, to make it the focal point of everything you're doing. In other words, a person can summon all this effort for X, Y, or Z. Um, if a person feels this is the crucial piece of the puzzle, then this week, the only thing I work on is getting on time time diving, if I do it, I've made it if a, if a person sort of, um, reflects on being able to muster that to make it in time for diving means I've made it, it gives a person a lot of strength, a person can, it's like um, karate the way in which people are able to break a board with their hands is um, A person exudes a lot of energy, whatever he does. The reason it's not very effective is because it's dissipated. So when my entire hand lands on this, it has some impact. When I'm able to get the entire impact focused on one point in my hand, that's extraordinary. It's one of the reasons why a rubber bumper dissipates the impact and it's it's helpful in, in safety. A person does many things. With are We're learning. We're helping people. We're 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 this that. But if a person would th- if if it is a case with getting out for diving, is you have one breakthrough that you really need to make, and you focus all your energy, mentally and emotionally, this has to be done, and so on. You can do it. The question is again. The question is prioritizing what you're going to do, and 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 so on. Got
0: yeah. Um. How how do we find like the correct balance of taking on new things versus like. The
1: thing and like new things that you should be doing, or new things that's like the lefnimishrosa did? Are you talking about things that you're really are obligated to, but you but but you haven't been doing it? Or are you talking about things that you're not obligated to, but it's nicer to do, whatever it is? Okay. So there's a big difference. Things they am obligated to have a certain priority. Person, you know, if, if if I'm doing something that's clearly in avera or clearly not doing a mitzvah. I need to move a little quicker on that. Again, a person has to know himself because if you're going to turn over the boat, it's not it's not, it's not worth it. Um, but if a person is able to... So those things, things that are lifting the Mishra din, so to speak, they're not clear obligations or prohibitions, but you would like to do it, you have to feel how ready you are. And, and there's one other factor that, that is worth to consider. A person fits into a society. So, if let's say for whatever reason I'm part of a Hasidic society, I decided to be part of it, this way I am, I need to rather quickly fit in where a long kapata, a garatol, a, a I need to fit in. So, so it's not, you know, it, it, those are things that are, even though halachically they're only lifnim mishor sadin, or if, but at the end of the day, whatever it's seeber does, so if most people are learning at least eight hours a day, then I need to, I, I need to make an effort for that because things that make me part of a tzibur are, are, are a very critical piece of the puzzle. So what I'm obligated is the most critical. What the tzibur does, and this is the tzibur I identify with, is second. And things that are nice, and, and extra, a person should wait until he's holding by that.
0: Uh, for sure are certain spars in the Gemara that are based on like observations about human behavior and psychology, like uh, or, or right. a person won't go back, a person won't go back for this much grain because it's a tear. But, right. So what's like, what's like our, what should be our approach to, to that, to those type of spars in the Gemara? Like what, what, what were the Amaran saying when they say those type of
1: stars? So sometimes you find in Halacha that the Gemara will say that Chazaka no longer exists, for instance, about arrays, if if they're pirates, then they're, they're, for instance, there's no yichud between zcharam, uh, there's no issi between zcharam, but if somebody's pirates and if today we consider parutz, it starts becoming a problem. On the other hand, Tavle Meis Tandu is very interesting. <coughs> there was a rav who wanted to be matzah many years ago, the 60s maybe, maybe early 70s or in the 60s, he wanted to be matzah. Certain schieus in get by timing that Tavle Meis doesn't today it doesn't apply today because it was true in the old days when women didn't earn any money and they were always dependent on a husband so it's best to have even a shlaki husband but be supported today where women have careers and they earn money and so on and so forth then it doesn't apply Rav spoke even though it was a Talmud of his spoke very sharply about it and he said Toblum Mesa Tandu is based on a Pasek which is um, Ve'elav Chukasech, and he said all the realities in the world and all the winds will not change that. It's an inherent nature that's that's been put into the world, and therefore that chazak is based on something much deeper. So there are chazakas where Moshe will have different places that these chazakas were an observation about what was true at the time. But if we feel today that chazak doesn't apply, chazak she'achol s'richo something that that might be something that can be said will apply then. If not it's built on some human nature and then it becomes universal not always easy to tell which is which
0: yeah. oh, um, for a lot of us is, we're changing a lot in terms of following halacha and all these different things how do we form a hashkafa how does one form is there a formula for a hashkafa do we follow rabbi's hashkafa and especially let's say someone who wants to make an Israel so then it can be sometimes like the Tzilemi, the, the, the and everything is kind of like I me. Mean, how does one form their own? Is there any objective roles or is it just emotions?
1: So, once again, you you need, in terms of Ashkafa, you need to fit into some Tzibur. You, you, you don't have to buy into every point of it, but you need to buy into the core principles. And everything else for instance, let's let's take something uh, very I, I far from what I guess what you what you're thinking. Let's say somebody says that Hasidus is something that fits his personality. This is his derech sashem, which means he becomes part of a Hasidus. He becomes Hasid X, Hasid Y. He wears the lavush. He, 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 he learns in the yeshiva. He davenes the, the davening, and so on. Does he have to? Let's say, but the one thing is, he doesn't really believe. Does all those miracles? What matters? The rabbis. It's not a, if it's not a significant part of that Hasidus that's fine. He he so he can say, comfortable with Hashem. In this particular area, not. But it has to be. It has to fit. He, he has to be going in that derech. So so a person needs to find first and foremost what's the tzibur of mavakshi Hashem, that sort of fits you. So the big, broad-stroke hashkafa would automatically almost fall into place. Because every group, the big picture, the framework for the big picture, is formed by a certain das, by a certain perspective. Then, um, pieces can fit into place. So you need to be able to make that type of um, approach. And you don't have to... Every detail of hashkafa has to be exactly the same. But the broad strokes have to you know, for instance, the Haredi world, the Cheshivas of Talmud Torah, the idea that there's, that that the Sibur's the, the big direction is led by big people, by the Torah, those are things that are part of it, and whether a person has to agree on every little detail, no, Hashkafe by nature is more broad strokes. Awesome.
0: How does one work on their
1: So it depends a lot what the issues are. First of all, understanding why it's important. People strive for things that are important. Understand what are your distractions. Understand what will make you feel rewarded because of it. I'm not talking about outside rewards. I'm talking about inside. Is it knowing a lot? Is it understanding better? Is it is it teaching? Those are things that you want to consider when when you when you prime yourself for that. So one is to learn the type of things that help give you a tremendous sense of, wow, this is something I would like to understand. What are the things that might be sharing you in particular? It's helpful if you have a mentor or someone like that, who can help you with that. And finally, um, knowing the type of learning that will make you feel, wow, I did this, I did this, success breeds success. So, being identifying correctly, one, one buffer's feelings success when he asks a kasha and shit that everybody says, Wow, that's a good kasha. Another buffer is when you ask him something and he knows the answer. A third buffer is when he's able to get up and speak and say things that people listen to. Th- those are all ways in which a person gauges himself how well he's, he's doing. Uh,
0: Donnie?
1: Maybe we have one more something like that, yeah, just yeah, because we're going to be yeah. a little. Yeah.
0: So for like, what's needed in order to make a big life decisions, like, whether not just a checklist, more than that. What would the road say to someone who's already made a big decision and, some for some whatever reason, is having like doubts on his mindset
1: after that? Ziklan Godel. Anything that you can change, you have a hira and you have an obligation to um, think about it. Anything you can't change, you accept as a and your question is now, how do I make the best of what I have? So so if a person, he bought a ticket on a plane, and the plane hasn't taken off yet, and he can change the flight, but it's more expensive, he has to sit down and say to himself, changing it means I get more money, but I might miss this, I might not come in time for this, that. I need to make a decision. If you're on the plane, then you shouldn't make a decision about staying on the plane or jumping out. <laughs> your decision should be, okay, hashkacho put me here. Now, um, how do I do the best with what I have? Okay, it's been an amazing uh, afternoon with Eilam. and keep uh, styking, keep growing, Ms. Hashem.